Hi there, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Pour It Out with Alina Beverly. I'm your host, Alina, and I'm super excited to have you join me today. The month of August marks the end of my first year having a podcast. It feels so crazy to say that. Like, I can't even put into words how crazy it feels <laughs> to say that. Um, and I just want to start out by saying thank you to every single person, every single one of you who has listened to this, who has encouraged me, who has supported me, who has prayed for me, who has participated and been on the first year, all of the things. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I thought it would be fun to take a look back um, before we start a new year and go into the second year of Pour It Out, I thought it would be fun to look back over some of the older episodes and some of the, the ones that we did in this first year. So for the month of August, for the rest of the month of August, we are going to take a little look back. And I will be sharing a few times a week. Um, I'm going to do a couple a week and just share some of the older episodes. Um, I want to say I have no rhyme or reason for sharing the ones that I do. Um, I had all of these great ideas to ask for feedback and everything. And to be honest, um, this summer has just been filled with a lot of unexpected things. And um, if you listened to a podcast a few weeks ago that I did, you know what I'm talking about. But between surgery and uh, setbacks after surgery and just craziness. I wasn't able to do things the way that I had originally planned. So I am just going to randomly be showing <laughs> or picking um, a few episodes. And so each week there will be a few for you to listen to. If you have never listened to them, please do take some time and listen to some of the ones I hope that they encourage you. I hope that they make you smile and I hope more than anything that they push you closer to Jesus. And if you have listened to them, I hope that you'll go back and listen to them because there are some really great conversations early on um, that you may have forgotten about or maybe just need to hear again uh, to get some fresh encouragement, some fresh hope. So I hope that you enjoy it. Grab your favorite coffee, your favorite tea, your favorite drink. And join me as I pour it out with some of my friends and some of the awesome, awesome people in our wonderful community. Well, hi, ladies. Hey. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you. to get started, I'll have both of y'all introduce yourselves. Tell us who you are and as much or as little about you. Actually, I shouldn't say as little. As much as you would like to about yourself. Okay. Um, I'm Beth Wright, and um, I've known Alana for, oh, what, about the last 10 years? Um, there's not much more to know about me. I, I do. That's why I said <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. Really, you should yes. have her tell about me, and I'll tell about her. <laughs> oh, that no, that's okay. We'll do it this way. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what's going to come out of you. <laughs> I um I attend Open Door Church. I've been there for like the last almost thirty years, and um, um, got a voice like an angel. Well, I I 
you know, I try to use my gift for the Lord and lift him up. Um, I've got, I don't have a, you know, immediate family. I never had any children, just single, never married. And, um, but I love my nieces and my nephews and I, my mom and I, we live together, Betty, right? Miss Betty, affectionately known as Miss Betty. And, um, I'm just glad to be here today. The Lord's been good. I'm Linda Elliott. I'm uh, married to Kevin Elliott. I've gone to Open Door for as long as Beth has. That's uh, how our, well, yeah, but that's how our friendship kind of rekindled. Um, um, I just retired, which is a yay. I was an elementary uh, music teacher for 29 years and I'm retired. And so I, so I can do whatever I want. (laughs) <laughs> but don't tell my husband that anything else thank kids what do you have any children oh i do have kids i have some awesome kids we have three kids um they all three live in winston-salem north carolina and they went at different times but um my oldest tori is a musician and she is the assistant pastor at a Methodist church down in Winston. And she also has a group called Victoria Victoria that she is um, putting out albums and just things are happening with her there. And then Noah moved down there a couple years later and he is the youth pastor at that church. And he also plays uh, in her band and he also does his own music. And then Hallie just moved down there maybe a year or two ago, and she is a nanny. So they all live in Winston-Salem, and Kevin and I live in Chillicothe, and it works. (laughs) Well, we are sitting in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, currently celebrating Beth's 60th birthday. Yeah, man. And (laughs) we... When we started talking about this trip and we started planning it, I thought it would be super fun to have a podcast with you both because um, you have something that is very rare, which is a friendship that has lasted 45-ish years. Um, And I just think that that's super special and super sweet. And I wanted to, and fun, because y'all are just fun and funny. Um, So I wanted to have you on and just chat about friendships. So to get started with that, um, tell us how you became friends. Well, Beth is, are you three years younger than me? Yeah. Um, man, it goes back to when I was in junior high and my brother played in a band with Jerry and Gary Holman. And I would go to Frankfurt and, um, hang out while they were practicing and they lived right next to Gary and Jerry. And I met Denise. I don't know that I met you then. Um, but anyway, fast forward to I'm in college and, and it's during the Jesus movement. Best time. Oh, it was awesome. But anyway, we were going to Jesus 78 in um, Florida. It was a big music fest. And Beth came along with Denise and we had a, was that when we were in the van? No. No. But we had it. Your was, mom's car. Oh, that was when we, oh gosh, we got stories. But anyway, we went down and uh, went to that Jesus festival. And that's when I got to know uh, Beth and hung out with her sister too. So I just kind of 
we've kind of touched base, you know, off and on through the years. Then you want to tell the next part? When you came to, she said no. <laughs> so, uh, Open Door started in 1991, uh, and that's the church that we go to. And um, shortly after, and my husband was the uh, praise and worship leader. And shortly after that, I mean, we were still very small. Beth started coming to Open Door, and as soon as I saw her, we, we stuck her up on the stage with us because she's got a gorgeous voice and a sweet spirit. And so we reconnected that way. And um, I had to encourage her a lot to sing. She said I chipped her tooth once when I shoved the microphone in her mouth. <laughs> Get that up there. Um, but anyway, so it's been, we've been really close friends since 1991. Mm -hmm. And just... Um, it's, we don't hang out all the time because she lives in Circleville and I live in Chillicothe and we both have our own things, but it's always, it's always the same. Mm -hmm. So. Anything you want to add to that? Oh, she did a good job. <laughs> I told you I'm not doing the talking. Well, I think then we owe a big thank you to you for getting her up on stage. Cause I think mm -hmm. anybody that's ever heard her sing um, would say that she's just, special yeah she had and to be amazing. encouraged so, we owe it to you huh yeah you owe me <laughs> <laughs> so okay well now we get to the fun stuff of you said we have lots of stories and i've gotten to hear some of them this weekend and it's been so fun and hilarious um so why don't you share a few of them? Okay. Well, I'll just tag off of what you just said. We went to um, Jesus 78, and um, I went with, well, my sister, Denise, and then a mutual friend of ours, Denise, and Linda and I. And um, we were, I was like 16 at the time. And uh, one of the reasons why I sing today is because of Linda. Um, not just that she almost chipped my tooth, but <laughs> I was, I was very impressionable. And I was like, I can't, I thought I was probably about 15 or 16 when we went to Florida and she started singing at, we were staying with friends down in Florida and they had a home church and um, she started singing, um, Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. And it was almost like heaven came down and um i said lord i want to sing like that and it was just the emotion of the song the heart that she put into the song and then for god to use her even let's fast forward what 15 years at open door and um to encourage me physically um to sing <laughs> to sing again so <laughs> she's been very vital in that area of my life and i appreciate that i don't even remember that mm. i mean i remember going yeah i don't remember doing that song but mm -hmm. hmm. oh, that's cool yeah she brought the sweetness okay so <laughs> i have so many stories what was the one i was going to tell <laughs> virginia beach Oh yeah. So fast forward, I'm married and I have three little kids and, um, 
we're going to open door and we all decide to go to Virginia beach. And, um, Beth hadn't been to the beach since we went to the Jesus festivals. <laughs> okay. So that was in the seventies. This is in the 80s, 90s, 90s. 90s. So we, some other people and Kevin and I and the kids and, and then Beth got her own little place um, where we went. And so the first day we go out on the beach and I said, Beth, you, you better put some sunscreen on. And she said, well, I'm black. I hope I didn't offend anybody, <laughs> but that's what she said. And I said, but that doesn't matter you haven't been in the sun for years. So she didn't believe me. So she had third degree burns all over her body where it was exposed. And, um, that was the first day it was, it was really awful because she had blisters as big as plates on her arms and she wouldn't go to the hospital. I wouldn't, she, she's kind of stubborn that way. <laughs> if any of you know her, you'll know that yes and amen she just here. doesn't want to be a problem, but, um, so she she suffered that whole week and then we ended up going home early because a friend of mine had passed away and um went to the hospital and they were like freaking out about didn't they say it was third degree burns yeah. and did they did they not have hospitals in yeah, Virginia? That's what they said. <laughs> did you say what did you say? No, I'm just too stubborn to go anywhere. <laughs> no, that's not what I said. <laughs> I was show and tell. The nurse was taking me around oh. the emergency room. <laughs> look at these, look at these oh, blisters. You couldn't have believed it. It didn't look real. It that that was it's amazing that you don't you're not scarred from that. But anyway, so every time she's ever outside now, I say, Where's your sunscreen? But, right here. <laughs> I got it. I'm not doing it. that again. Anyway, that's just one of many, many stories that we have. One one other story. Um, when we were back coming back from that first Jesus festival, we had my mom's car, and it was a what did I say it was? On the way down here, I said. Anyway, it was like a sedan. Yeah. So it was in the nineties. It was probably an eighties. No, it wasn't in the nineties. It was in the seventies. Yeah. It was I don't like even. A 70. Where am I? <laughs> it's like a seventy-six. Car. Yeah, it was like a seventy-six. It wasn't brand new. But anyway, she let us drive it down there. And then on the way back, we got a flat tire and there was no jack. There was no way to fix it. And we were in the middle of nowhere on a highway. And so here we are four women trying to lift up the car so somebody else can get the tire off. And we didn't have a jack. We didn't have anything. And finally, these young boys stopped by. They probably were coming from church because they were all dressed up. They didn't say two words to us. They just came and changed the tire and left. So that was, that was, they were probably angels. But anyway, Denise, Denise, that sister kept saying, give me the strength of Samson so she could lift the car and get the, uh, it was just, but that's the way our life has been. Just like, I love Lucy. It has been, it's fun. For real. Well, And I know we've talked about this. You don't have any magical tips or anything, but I do think that you have some wisdom and I would like you to share it as far as keeping a friendship um, together for 45 years. And I thought it was interesting this morning when we were talking and I said, well, have you guys ever fought? Have you guys ever gone periods of not talking or whatever because of an argument or a disagreement? 
And both of you said no. And I think so to have a strong friendship for so long and to have that with no real issues, I think that's incredible. And as an outsider who has come to the inside over the past several years, I've seen, I know that anytime there's been a need, there's just a quick phone call. And it's like, it's not even a second thought. If time needs to be taken off work or if travel is involved or whatever, like you guys are there for each other. And I think that that, you know, that's not something that happens overnight. It's something that's built and it's something that um, requires work and effort. And so I'm just curious for the wisdom that you have to share with the rest of us. How do you keep a friendship strong and together for as long as you have? Um, I know that with with Linda, it's not just her her the friendship that she and I share. She would do what she does for me for anybody. Um, but I do appreciate knowing that I have her there. Um, because when I do call and I do need her, um, she is just a quick phone call away and, um, she has taken off work to, um, I've had three medical procedures in the last, oh my gosh, what, (laughs) three or four years. Mm -hmm. And she has taken me to all of them. And, um, so she's, she's always, she's, she's there for me. And um, she, she, I mean, from the very beginning, being a single person, it's in quote, as Christians, usually you're, you're, you know, you're married. And so when you're single, you don't feel included in, in certain things. Um, but she never made me feel that way. She always made me feel um, included. I'm trying so hard not to cry. Uh, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to cry. <sighs> But she's always um, included me in things. And I don't expect her to fulfill all the needs in my life. You know, like some friends, they think that you have to be there and you have to do this and you have to do that. And and I don't expect that out of her. Um, but I just, I need her friendship. And when I need it, she's there. I think that's part of it, just knowing, because Beth lives in Circleville and I live in in Chillicothe. Well, that's only 20 minutes away, but, you know, you have things going on in your life. And when I was working and she's working, you know, we, we, we don't hang around. We just don't hang out. Um, but we make it a point to mm-hmm. have dinner every so often when we haven't seen each other outside of church. I mean, we see each other at church every week, but... Um, you know, I, I spent my whole life looking for family and, and, um, that's what Beth is. She's, she's more of a sister than she is a friend. And, um, I mean, she's, she's one of my best friends, but she has been a sister to me. I mean, we're family and her mom is like my mom and, um, and there, and, and we've been there for each other in prayer mm-hmm. and like, over the years when we've gone through things, different things, we've been able to talk to each other about it. And the other person isn't just, um, you know, Beth, Beth doesn't have any problems saying, now, listen, you know, you need to look at it this way, or, you know, she doesn't just agree with me. Um, but she's been on my side 
all these years. And I knew, I knew that I had an advocate and that I had somebody to talk to who would be honest with me, but still be for me. And I, uh, I'm sure that's, that has a lot to do with it. Plus we have fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> we just have fun. We do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We do. I love that. I love that. Be with you and be an advocate for you. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, and I think it's the little things too, that you guys probably don't even pay attention to, but that people see, like, I know on Sunday mornings, like you, not only do you go to the same church, but you sit together every week. And so it's just little things like that, where it's like, you sit together, so you know, you're going to at least talk for a minute. And it's mm-hmm. just those little touches, you know what I mean? That are intentional, but you don't, you've done it for so long that it's just, I know where I'm sitting on Sunday. I'm mm-hmm. going to sit with her. Right. Okay. Well, is there anything else that you want to add to that? I don't think so. I mean, I, I there's no magic formula. No. And I, I don't feel like it's anything on our part. I feel like it was God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, God orchestrated us meeting earlier in our life. And and then God orchestrated her showing up to open door. And um, God wanted her to sing. And and so it's, it's just God. I mean, I, I really believe that she... God used her to fulfill the need in my life that I needed. I needed somebody just to be an advocate, like I said. So, uh, you know, it wasn't like we saw each other and said, oh, we got to be friends. It's just, it's really something that God did. Yeah, it was. And you do, you laugh a lot, which I think is. We do laugh a lot. Well, I make fun of her a lot. (laughs) She's really good about that. She's really good about laughing that. But she she can get those barbs in every now and then. Oh, oh, she sure can. Yeah. Okay. So I'm glad you said that. Who me? Uh huh. She's just she just acts like she's kind when she does it. (laughs) This is where all the people get to learn how. Oh goodness. How not perfect and how sassy she really is. Oh, I am. I never claim to be perfect. That's for sure. I am not anywhere near perfect. Interrupting this podcast for just a quick second to tell you about my wonderful partners that I have. I have partnered with three local businesses here in town to help with my podcast, and they have been absolutely amazing. Roast Coffee, Sweet William Blossom Boutique, and Maggie and Me Candle Company. These three businesses have been absolutely incredible. I know I just said that I'm repeating myself because when something is important, you repeat it. (laughs) Uh, But truly, they have provided coffee. They have provided flowers. They have provided candles that have made everything about the podcast experience so special. You know, when you can sit down with someone and offer them a yummy coffee to drink and sip on as we pour it out, it is really special. When they come over and they sit down and there are beautiful flowers on the table, it is really special. And when they walk in my home and it smells good and it just makes it feel a little more homey and a little more inviting, well, it makes it even more special. So each of these businesses have partnered with me in a different way uh, to just make the whole recording experience really special. And I am so, so thankful. I'm so thankful for the ways that they have encouraged me, that they have 
poured into me so that I can pour out to others. <laughs> that sounds really cheesy, but it's the truth. And just the way that they have supported me, our community, we are so, so blessed to have a community uh, that truly, truly supports one another. And I am so grateful for their help, for their investment. And I invite you to go check them out. If you need a good cup of coffee, if you need a good lunch or a good breakfast, go check out Rose Coffee. They are fantastic. Their baristas are wonderful. If you are looking for the perfect pick-me-up gift for someone, if your friend is having a hard day or if they, uh, I had surgery last month and, or two months ago, I'm sorry, and um, I walked out one day and there was a beautiful pink box waiting for me with chocolate-covered strawberries and it made my whole day. It just cheers you up. Um, and they also, Sweet William Blossom also has the most beautiful flowers they are unique and gorgeous. They have gourmet apples. I have a few friends that would give about anything <laughs> for one of their apples. They are absolutely delicious. And they will even cut them up for you. So um, if you don't want to go through the process of cutting the apple up or if whoever you're getting it for, you want to make it a little easier, you can ask them and they'll slice it on up for you. And it's so, so yummy. And then Maggie and Me Candle Company, they are creating the most unique candles all the time. Different themes, different scents, making it look fancy, making it look fun. They're just absolutely wonderful. Check out these small businesses here in town. You can, um, I have individual interviews with each of the owners. You can listen to those, hear their heart and how they get start, how they got started in the business. And then also you can go uh, check them out on social media. Go to my webpage, www.alanabeverly.com. And you can get all of the information there uh, for how to contact them. So go check them out. Let them know I sent you. And let's get back to today's episode. Okay, well, we are almost done. I just have one more question for y'all. And um, well, actually, no, before I do that, is there anything else that you want to add at all, period? Not about friendship, about your friendship, another funny story that you want to share? Is there anything else that you are like, I really kind of want to say this? No. Mm. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, y'all are the first ones to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I told Linda this morning, I ask that on every episode, and it's kind of surprising. Nobody ever says no. And we say no. <laughs> We're, um, we, you are stretching us. I know. Doing I it. know. This has been, we, this is Thursday. We've been here since we left Sunday. We got here Sunday. So it's taken this long for us to even sit down and do this. So I know. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so the last part of my podcast that I always do, I always ask people, what is the Lord speaking to you? And that started because of Beth. Because Beth and I became friends when, well, we got, we became friends through church, but then more so during when I worked at OCU and we would do lunch together and then dinners together. And at the end of every conversation, she'd always say, well, what's the Lord speaking to you? And if it was a time when I wasn't reading my Bible or anything, I'd be <laughs> like, dang it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to come up with something and sound somewhat spiritual, but 
Um, then I just got used to it because she did it every time. And so I was like, okay, if I'm going to meet with Beth today, I need to know what the Lord's saying. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to have an answer. Good for you, Beth. <laughs> so it pushed me, though, because it made me get in my word maybe at times when I wasn't being as disciplined or whatever and not seeking him. It was kind of that motivation and that encouragement. I need to, I need to hear from him. I need to have something to say or she's going to be like, <laughs> well, why? Why not? <laughs> and so... Now, but I love it because then it would pull something out of me and then she would share and it would pull something out of her. And we've had some of our best conversations through just that question. And so when I was thinking about this podcast and planning the format for it, um, a lot of podcasters that I listen to, they have kind of their own signature question that they ask at the end of it. And I was, it just was, well, it's got to be that. I want to know what the Lord's speaking because I think it just opens up so much. So um, to all the people who have been on the show or who will be on the show, you have Beth to thank for that um, because that's where the question started. So since you're the one who started this whole thing, why don't you share first and tell us what the Lord has been speaking to you? What has he been speaking to me? Um the last few years have been a little rough on me um, physically, uh, medically. And so I was getting a little discouraged and a little um, like, God, what is going on? Where are you? Why am I not feeling better? Why is this situation not being taken care of? And I, and I just felt like the spirit one day said, you can't go by feeling. You have to know. And in order to know, you have to know my word. You have to know that I am a God of character. And when I say something, it's for real. And so our emotions are, they fluctuate. They go up and down. But when you know the word, you know what God says. You know that he said that he would never leave us and that he'd never forsake us. He's true to his word. And so that I feel is what God is speaking to me at this time. Um, that don't trust your don't don't trust your feelings, um, don't trust your emotions because they do go up and down. They do go up up and down at times with whatever season of life that you're in. But if you know God, you know His Word, you know His character. That is the solid rock. That is the solid that you can stand on and that you can believe in and know and know that he is there for you and that he is there with you. Even if you have to go through, even if you have to go through it and he doesn't deliver you from it, he is constantly there for you. And I know at times you always, you always wonder how do you get through things? How do you do that is how that is how, if it was not for God, I don't know where I would be. I've told you often um, of the old saints in the church that I grew up in, how they would get up and testify. And I mean, these, most of these people didn't have two cents to rub together, but they were getting up and they were testifying. God's my lawyer. God's my doctor. God is my all in all. Whatever, when I'm, when I'm in need, he is there. And so that, is how I grew up. And then I, and then I have a mom that's 88 years old that has trusted in the Lord for almost her whole life. And I have seen her go through hell and high water in this life. And she has stood 
And so that is the example that I have gone by in my life that on Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Christ is the solid rock. And so that's what he's been speaking to me. Beth, I got you. Don't worry, baby. Don't worry. I've got you. I think it's Tony Evans has a saying where he says, you, you have your feelings, you have your emotions, but you don't let them drive the car. You put them in the backseat. There you go. There you go. You have them. Yes. Yes. You don't ignore them and you don't deny them. Exactly. You you can't let them drive the car. Mm -mm. The Lord and his truth and his word is what drives the car. And you put them in the backseat. Yes. That way they're there because you have to feel them. You can't just you know, put a wall up and go forward without them, but you acknowledge them mm-hmm. and then you give them to him and you put them in the back seat. Definitely. What about you? What she said. <laughs> <laughs> she said everything I was going to say. Beth. You need to quit. <laughs> this is how our friendship has lasted. She just agrees with me. I do. <laughs> oh... Well, you're assuming that that I hear God's voice. I do. I do. Um, What God has been speaking to me, and it's been over a matter of time because I am just stupid sometimes when it comes to spiritual things. Maybe not stupid. That's not the right way to say it. But I, I let circumstances and people influence me, you know, the way I think about myself and things. But uh, the the main thing that probably in the last year, um, and, and I've been a Christian since I was 10 or 11. Um, so it's kind of sad that it's been the last year that, that God has really been getting through to me on this, but um, the importance of spending time with God and having that time, just you and God, um, mm-hmm. My house right now is full. My my family is living with us, my husband and I, and um, and we love it. But it's I have to find a place by myself to be with God so that I can hear what God is saying because otherwise I am too distracted. Mm-hmm. And I have to write stuff down because I've got a 63-year-old brain that doesn't remember things as much. And um you know, my husband is Kevin Elliott. And if you know Kevin, well, you just know Kevin. And, but he, he has always made time to spend with the Lord and he has always journaled and he has always shared what he's learned with other people. And he has a heart for people that way. And, um, I mean, I, I just, God has just been speaking to me that the importance of that one-on-one communication with God even if I don't have anything specific to come out with, I've spent time with the Lord of the universe. And that pales in comparison to all the other things that you go through. Um, you know, God, God loves me. God loves you. God cares for you. And he, he is so patient with us. He is so patient when, when we don't do the things that we should do. Um, you know, if I had gone to Beth and, and wanted to talk to her and she just kind of ignored me, you know, we wouldn't have a friendship, but God stays with us even when we don't pay attention. And 
So I get, I'm just rambling, but I guess the biggest lesson to me, and I'm still learning is to spend that time with the Lord Mm -hmm. and ask him, you know, what are you saying to me today specifically? So that if somebody asked you, you could say, well, this is what God said, or um, this is what I'm reading about, or this is what I'm, God's doing in me. And um, so that's, that's where I'm at. I mean, I've been a Christian a long time, but I'm still learning how to spend time with the Lord. Always, yes. Well, and I think it shifts with each season and with each circumstance. And so I'm going to put you on the spot here and ask you another question. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the season that you are in where you have a full house and it's hard to get that time, you know, there's other people that are in your same situation, maybe not exactly, but there's there's moms who are, you know, have young kids that are up all night or who are stay at home moms. Who That's a hard kids, time. You know, who need them 24 seven or, you know, um, adults that are taking care of their elderly parents mm-hmm. or whatever it is, or just in busy seasons of life where, you know, we, I'm in a season now where I'm not working. My kids are in school and I stay busy, but it's easier for me to have that quiet time mm-hmm. and that time alone. Um, but for somebody who's in a busy season like you, where it's just, it's hard and you have to be super intentional. Mm-hmm. What are some way, like, how does it look like to you? Not, and I know it's not the same every day, right. but what are some practical ways of this is a busy season? I can't just sit down at the dining room table by myself because I have a full house. Mm-hmm. So what, what does it look like for you? Well, first of all, if I don't do it first thing in the morning, I won't do it. I, I get, I'll, you know, if I, if I get up and think, okay, I'm going to spend time with the Lord in a minute, it just, it gets away from me. And, it, and then it's evening and I'm like, I didn't even talk to you today, God, or whatever, you know? So I have to, I have to do it first thing in the morning or it doesn't get done. And, and I will say that my husband does that too, before he even gets out of bed, he's spending time with the Lord and, and asking God about his day and stuff like that. And he's been a, good example to me that way. So having a full house, um, and I'm still working this out, but I have to find a place that I can be alone. And if it's my closet, you know, they say a prayer closet, I, it may be my closet, you know, but it, you know, it's just too distracting. I I get distracted so easily by the, I mean, everybody does by what's going on in the world and whatever, you know, that I have to, I have to have a quiet place where I can think and I can write. And, and that's another thing I do is I write down stuff because I know I'm not going to remember it if I don't. Um, some people are not like that. Um, but the, the very act of using my hand to write it out gets it uh, more embedded in my heart and, and then go back and read over it again, what God is saying to you. And, um, and another thing, I don't know if this really answers your question, but my, this is something my kids taught me. They they all went to um, um, the journey in North Carolina. It's it's a they call it the farm, and they go and they stay three months, and it's a, like intensive training and um, spiritual training, and um, they learn to use their gifts and stuff. But one of the things they learned that my kids taught me, and I haven't I haven't perfected it yet, but to to um, have conversations with God. So you, you are writing and you write what 
you want to say to God, and then you write what God says to you. And when they first told me that, I thought, well, I might write the wrong thing. You know, God might not even be saying that, but there's something about that that God will work through. And so I try to do that, uh, the conversational prayers, um, because in those, you know, answers come out and I think, oh, okay. You know, I feel like I've really been communing with God instead of just talking at him, um, which is easy to do. Um, so that's what God's teaching me is, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> I just tend to ramble. No, you did it. You did it perfectly. I think just finding the time and finding mm. the place. And-, and yeah. And like I said, for me, it's first time, first thing in the morning or it won't happen because I get going and there's just no, and it loses its momentum. Yeah. I, but you know, somebody else, it might be better before they go to bed, but you just have to find that time and then try to make it priority because it is so important. It's so important to, to hear what God's saying. And, and, you know, sometimes if I'll miss it a couple of, you know, just being on vacation, it's not been the same schedule and stuff. And, and I, I just think, have I even talked to you today, God, you know, Mm -hmm. things like you can, you can go a week and not even talk to God and then not even realize it, you know? So it's so important, so important to spend time with the Lord and, and hear what he's saying and, and, um, and pouring your heart out to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all, that's what a relationship is. Yeah. I'm the same way. I got to do it first thing in the morning or I won't get done. And so that's why I get up so early and do it. Cause otherwise once my day gets going, even being at home and even not working and stuff, it's mm-hmm. still, there's just always something to be done and always something, mm-hmm. somebody that needs you or something that needs you. There's always laundry mm-hmm. and you know, there's just always things to keep you busy. And so if I don't, and I'm very easily distracted. So even if there's nobody else in the house, I will find mm-hmm. things to distract mm-hmm. me. Well, or I'll be sitting there thinking, I need to do this. I need to do that while I'm reading the Bible, you know? Yeah. Oh, I need to do that. I need to remember, you mm-hmm. know? And but yeah. if it's first thing in the morning for me, I want to be quiet because everybody mm-hmm. else is still asleep. So that helps me to focus and to, I'll write it down so I so I don't forget because mm-hmm. my memory's not great. And so I'll write down, okay, I need to do this later. But I don't get up and, and do things because I don't want to wake anybody up. Mm-hmm. And so it's easier for me to be still and quiet mm-hmm. and listen and, and do that. So I'm with you on that. Okay, well, anything else? No. We've... we've- Giving you all our answers, yeah, all the right all answers the, to right being answers. the perfect person. Yeah. <laughs> and the if perfect. anybody knows me, they know how funny that is. <laughs> the perfect friends, the perfect people, the perfect all the things. No perfect. Well, I thank you all for being here. I love you very much. It's been so fun getting to, I've seen your friendship from kind of an outside perspective mostly. Um, but over the last few days, getting to see it more up close has been really fun and really special. And so I'm even more grateful that we got to sit down and do this because it, it just means more than just doing it without having the experience behind it. So right. I love y'all. Love you too. Love you too. Thank you so much for joining me today for another episode of Pour It Out with Alina Beverly. I hope and pray that whether this was your first time listening or your fifth time listening or even more than that, 
Um, I pray that you were encouraged. I pray that it pushed you closer to Jesus. I hope that you have enjoyed this look back episode and that you will join me for more as we continue to look back over this month of August. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll join you back here soon for another episode.